So, what is going to happen with water in Whatcom County? We've been, of course, talking about this a lot. And one of the things that we have talked about is what happened in the Yakima River Basin. They went through a water rights adjudication over the last, well, it's been 44 years now. And this is a cautionary tale uh, for what could happen and probably would happen here in Whatcom County if the powers that be decide to go forward with what I believe to be a very wrong-headed plan to do a water rights adjudication here. Uh, We've talked about a variety of things uh, that happened in Yakima and how ugly that process was, how acrimonious it was for a lot of different groups, how long it took, and how really the solution wasn't achieved by the water rights adjudication. It was achieved by people deciding that the situation was so frustrating that they wanted to come together and just finally work it out outside of the adjudication. New reporting on this uh, now from the Capitol Press. Uh, Don Jenkins, reporter with Capitol Press, joins... Oh, by the way, this is The Farming Show. I'm Dylan Honkoop here on KGMI. Glad to have you with, uh, um, with me here on a Saturday morning. Don Jenkins with Capitol Press joins us. Don, uh, it turns out this situation in, in Yakima apparently isn't over. Talk about what you're reporting on this week. Well, the, uh, excuse me, the Washington Supreme Court heard some uh, appeals, or three of them, and they were consolidated into one unusually long hearing. And they were all appeals by water right holders um, in the Yakima River Basin um, that stemmed from the adjudication that began in uh, 1977. And the defi- final decree was in 2019 but these um, appeals raise issues that have not quite been settled yeah a lot a lot of folks say including the washington state department of ecology has said well you know yakima was over they point to it as a, a success um, and that's why they began this process to determine where they're going to do their next water rights adjudication. Uh, the Nooksack Basin here in Whatcom County was kind of top of their list, as well as the Upper Columbia uh, over on the east side. They're kind of moving to- in that direction now with new funding from the, the Washington State Legislature uh, in the recently wrapped up um, session um, the funding not uh, to file the case yet, but to begin pre-adjudication work, as, as they talk about, and also some, some funding to begin a, a potential collaborative process as well. Again, Don Jenkins with Capital Press is with us. Don, all of that was with the assumption that, well, hey, uh, Yakima is done, but it's not done. Uh, what kinds of things are these appeals about? What are they still trying to figure out? Well, one uh, one appeal is from the um, is from the U.S. government on behalf of the uh, Yakima Nation, mm. and it's um, not the Yakima Nation is not asking for additional water, but it wants the final decree clarified that um, federal law and not uh, state law controls how the water is used. And the final decree said the water was to be used to irrigate 120,000 acres, and um, the uh, the Yakima Nation doesn't want to be held to that, and um, the Department of Ecology doesn't dispute that federal law controls how the water will be used uh, on the reservation, but it doesn't, and it wants the Supreme Court to just simply clarify that and not send it back to the Supreme, I'm sorry, the um, Superior Court. Mm-hmm. The other two issues, one is from um, an irrigation district 
uh, based in Yakima, and it um, is a dispute over whether um, some headgates will be closed or a headgate will be closed uh, during non-irrigation season. And the irrigation district wants the headgate to remain open to let water flow into two creeks in the irrigation district's basic argument, I think, is that if if you close the, the head gate, then the creeks run dry, and then when it's time to irrigate in the spring, some of their water right has to be used to uh, rehydrate the uh, creek bread beds. And then the other one is um, from a ditch association, and it involves eight water rights, about a dozen landowners, and they um, their argument is that about 30 years ago, a formula for for calculating conveyance loss, in other words, how much water seeps into the ground and is lost to evaporation, uh, that formula was misapplied. And as such, they're shorted water. So none of these three issues are particularly huge. They probably do illustrate perhaps all sorts of issues that Mm -hmm. can come up when you're uh, examining water rights. This is The Farming Show. I'm Dylan Honkoop on KGMI News Talk 790. We're talking with Don Jenkins. He's a reporter uh, with Capital Press, capitalpress.com. If you want to check out his coverage on this issue, the uh, headline with appeals still pending, Washington Ecology asks court to end the 44-year-old adjudication. Of course, the 44-year-old adjudication that they are referring to is the lawsuit ecology versus aquavella uh out there in the yakima river basin now don uh arguing this for the state you know you go into a court process there's one side and the other side in each one of these cases the the state side um representing that is is assistant attorney general Stephen north what's he saying about this you have some information on on his argument why why the court should uh, drop these cases well he made the he made the argument in in all three cases that as adjudication unfolded over many decades um the court issued a series of what were called um, conditional final orders which is kind of an interesting term if you think about a conditional final order <laughs> yeah oxymoron the, probably probably well actually Chief Justice Gonzalez um, did did make uh, that observation. Yeah. Um, but you know, in in legal in the legal field and other fields, you come across these terms. And 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 what the ecology's position um, is that these conditional final orders, and there were many of them, were integrated into the final decree, so that the appropriate time to appeal a decision made uh, was when it was made in a conditional final order and that waiting to do it after the final decree was too late mm. now the part the parties bring the the um, appeals they have lawyers too and so you can you can imagine then they can about uh, mount their arguments that say we're not appealing the final conditional order mm-hmm. we're, we're challenging the the final decree and so that gets into kind of a legal a, a legal issue that the court will have to decide. It does probably highlight that as adjudication unfolds wherever it wherever it occurs, that that parties to the to the lawsuit, the water right holders, will probably 
be expected or will have to be alert to when it is when it's time to appeal uh, appeal a decision every every step of the way. So you know, water right holders are going to have to be alert, I yeah. think, to um, to making sure that they don't miss the boat, so to speak. Well, it's an appealing decision. It's interesting, uh, Assistant Attorney General Stephen North saying that, that, and this is as you report in your piece, Don, you reported, he said, if the court doesn't reject the appeals, Aquavella could go on, quote unquote, forever. I mean, the specter of a uh, uh, forever uh, court case or group of court cases is crazy in my mind. Again, we're talking with Don Jenkins with Capital Press is your reporter there uh, reporting this week on what's still happening uh, with the water rights adjudication in the Yakima River Basin. Uh, more appeals coming, things still in court there, even though um, you know, the State Department of Ecology has positioned this as, well, that whole thing is done, we're moving on. And since then, they've proposed and are working toward uh, and pushing for uh, a water rights, a similar water rights adjudication here in Whatcom County in the Nooksack River Basin. Um, it's mind-boggling to me um, that they they can hold that up as a model of, of what we want to get into yet again, even before that last one is entirely done. But you're reporting that ecology still says that, that this water rights adjudication thing is a, a great and underused tool. I mean, what's ecology saying about this whole situation? I, and have you talked to them uh, about adjudication in light of what's still happening in Yakima? Well, no, I don't think I've, I've talked to I've talked to anybody with ecology since um, the the appeals hearing. Mm -hmm. um, you know what what ecology says is that um, that they have they've learned some things from the previous adjudication. They estimate that adjudication um, in Whatcom County would take 10 to 20 years. Now, if you estimate something's going to take 10 to 20 years, obviously you're not doing it any, with any precision. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that they would they would say that while there are these uh, appeals uh, pending uh, in front of the Supreme Court, that they were able to um, adjudicate thousands of uh, water rights and apparently put them to rest as the, the years went on. So I think I don't think three appeals would would necessarily change their position yeah. that um, adjudication was successful in the Yakima River Basin. Um, but there's no doubt it's a long process. It's a complicated process. It's a process that involves a lot of lawyers. That's all. That's all very yeah. apparent. Well, and and in recent weeks, I know you did some reporting here in Whatcom County uh, with as the farming community braces for the possibility of this kind of a situation here. Um, you talked, for instance, with seed potato grower uh, Greg Eby uh, and others, Hans Wolfesberg. What are folks out here saying about that? Talk about your reporting um, here in Whatcom County. Folks are, are, are pretty concerned. I know some of the quotes uh, in your piece from Greg Eby were were uh, pretty serious. Well, the uh, may of course viewpoints uh, vary on adjudication. Yeah. But um, as you know, as you know probably better than I do, in in Whatcom County, uh, the the most consistent and the main opposition to adjudication has come from farmers. Right. And that's. Uh, 
I think it's because of the of the interesting way that water use evolved over the decades in your county. Um, it's very wet, and it's it's very different from Yakima, which is very dry. And Eastern Washington water rights are just um, are just a, it's. Strikes me as in Eastern Washington, water rights are, are a much more serious matter, mm. and that um, people knew right from the get go that they were going to have to uh, secure their water rights. And in Western Washington, sometimes just kind of take water for granted. Yeah, but those days seem to be seem to be over. But uh, it'll be interesting to see, to see what ha- what happens. I, I think it, you know it's being driven by this adjudication is being driven by the tension between treaty rights and the way water water irrigation uh, kind of evolved over the decades and ecology is very very enthusiastic I think they're very enthusiastic about adjudication they um, they really they really um, praise its virtues and uh, so we'll see how it works out over the decades yeah exactly Again, Don Jenkins with Capital Press is with us here on The Farming Show. Dylan Honkoop here on KGMI News Talk 790. Just a minute or two left. Um, also, when you were reporting on the situation here in Whatcom County, Don, um, you sat down with the Nooksack uh, Tribal Council Chairman, Ross Klein Sr., um, some fascinating comments from him as well that I think everyone should take note of, not just the farming community here in Whatcom County, but everybody uh, who uses water, cities, industry, everyone, private well owners. He, he made some, some comments on what kind of um, the tribal communities here locally expect to get, and that was something on the order of, of uh, 50% of the water. Did he flesh out at all what that might mean? Or uh, I guess what was the kind of tenor of his comments in that direction? Well, you know, the tribes, they had their, their viewpoints and um, their closely held uh, uh, feelings and, and positions on this. And, um, of course, the 50% number is, um, I don't know if it's just, but it, it's, it stems from the, the, um, the Bolt decision uh, from 1974 that uh, ruled that uh, treaty tribes were entitled to uh, half the, uh, the, cat, the catch and uh, half the fish. And so whether the same reasoning can remotely apply to water in the Nooksack Basin, um, I don't know. Yeah, that would be something to to argue about. I think I think uh, you know Judge Bolt's decision. If you go back to the decades before Judge Bolt's decision, it probably would have seemed pretty far fetched and unlikely. But that's what he ended up with. And so I think with adjudication, it would be the same sort of. Um, you can't sit here now yeah. and predict what will happen yeah, exactly. with adjudication. I think it'd be very. I mean, even if you, even if the college is right, that it only takes at, at the least ten years. Yeah. That's still ten years the court court decisions a lot can happen in court over 10 years yeah and i i and again this is my opinion but i have a hard time seeing it being only 10 years considering how long things have gone on in yakima they still aren't done in yakima again reporting on new appeals yet um happening there 
and we have a water rights adjudication now, same process, same court case type of thing proposed for the Nooksack Basin, which has more individual water rights, and they're proposing the adjudication wouldn't just deal with surface water rights, but would also deal with groundwater rights, which uh, further complicates this whole situation exponentially on top of that i mean in your your reporting on yakima uh don you mentioned all the you know a handful of different counties that uh, the yakima river basin involved for us here in whatcom county it's mostly it's not multiple counties but it's two different nations because parts of the nooksack watershed extend into canada and how that would all shake out i don't think anyone knows so i think there are a huge amount of unanswered questions and as far as this 50 percent of the water thing i again my opinion but it it feels like an extrapolation uh and a lot of assumptions there based on again the bolt decision which was about catch of fish which absolutely makes sense we honor that court decision here in the farming community in whatcom county we honor the tribe's senior water rights but where did you know that fifty percent number come? Be, you know, go from fish to uh, to water, and what would that really mean? Fifty percent being generally the in-stream flow rules developed in you know the mid '80s. Um, well, what if in-stream flows are you know drop at or below that fifty percent? Does that mean everyone else is cut off? That's kind of what it sounds like. But you know, those are questions to be answered as this process plays out. Again, Don Jenkins with the uh, Capital Press, CapitalPress.com. Don, thanks for all your good reporting on this, bringing to light the facts and and the various voices and perspectives on this uh, unfolding situation. All right, thank you, Dylan.